Welcome back to the Creative Introvert Entrepreneur Podcast, a show that helps introverts build your business brand online. Hi, everyone. I'm Kim Beasley, the founder of this podcast. And one of my favorite sayings is Introverts Unite. I love this saying because I want to inspire you to be successful at building your brand online. For this episode, I want to introduce you to Benjamin Dale. Welcome, Ben. Hey, thanks for having me. Love the energy. I I feel like I need to come up with a favorite saying and a theme tune as well now. (laughs) You're welcome to do that. And and I love doing it because Introverts Unite gives me a way to unite with my fellow introverts. And now I want to share a little bit about Ben so that you can get to know him better before I start asking him questions. He is the founder of a number of of SaaS companies like Missing Letter, Hey Summit, Help Shelf, and more recently Onboard Flow. He previously owned a web agency for over 10 years and it was acquired. Now, during this time, he also launched a number of SaaS startups, two of which were acquired by Drift, by the owner of Drift, which is David Cancel. Ben is passionate about empowering businesses and brands with tools that help them succeed. Whoo, that was a mouthful, but you know, <laughs> exciting. So I always ask this first question. Are you an introvert or extrovert or amavert being that an amavert is a mix of both introvert and extrovert tendencies? That's interesting. I, I have to admit, I, I haven't come across the ambivert um, uh, word before. My inclination is to say, surely we're all ambiverts. Because I, 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 I don't think anyone is truly always an extrovert or truly always an ambivert. Certainly from my perspective, I would say, having now heard that description, that I'm a bit of both. Probably more introvert than extrovert, but I have no problem being an, in, an extrovert in certain situations. I feel you because I'm probably, I'll say 90% of the time introvert and that 10% when the world sees me or hears me, I'm an extrovert. So <laughs> I, co- I consider myself an ambivert. Um, what does your business focus on and how can it help introverts? Um, so pretty much one common thread across all of the businesses is that they, you know, similar to what was described in my intro there, that they are all there to kind of superpower your business, whether it's whether you're a solopreneur and you have literally yourself, zero staff, or whether you're a team of, you know, 500. Um, something that joins my businesses is kind of helping you do more with less, automating the boring bits, um, helping, you know, amplify your brand or your content online. Um, so whether it's with Missing Letter, uh, where we create 12 month long social media campaigns um, for the blog posts that you publish, or whether it's Hey Summit, where we help you broadcast your voice through a virtual summit and really sort of cement yourself as um, a thought leader in your space. It's all there to kind of amplify your voice, amplify your brand, amplify your content. I love it. I love that. And 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 as, as an introvert, I love being able to use tools online what I, where I don't necessarily have to be seen <laughs> or where I can record what I'm going to do. Mm. and then uh, share it later. I I can do live stream. However, 
It's not my preference. So having Hey Summit as a tool that I use and Missing Letter as a tool that I use, I love that. So if there was one tip you could offer introverts that will help them build their business online, what would it be? I think just a general tip for introverts that that that, that regress to the mean and, and, and that regressing to the mean being the default position being I'm an introvert and I don't really want to sort of be out there too much. And I would say in, in, in every walk of life, we need to be out there at some point. As you said, for you, it's that 10% where you sort of, you know, push yourself out there and have your voice be heard. And, and whether it's 10% for you or whether it's 50% for someone else, you, you do need to be doing that at some point. And so practicing to do that, I think is a good thing. Um, I had a good example this morning where um, I've got a a particular um, uh, business issue that I'm working through at the moment and it was I could start feeling it I could I, I started feeling as if it was consuming me a little bit I was becoming a, you know too obsessed with the screen and with my notes and just in myself and someone through support just you know a customer just reached out and said um, is anyone around for I've got a few questions and I immediately grabbed that opportunity to pull myself out of that introvert sort of mindset and and this was just literally an hour ago, um, uh, and, and said to them, look, I'm, I'm actually free now for the next half an hour if you want to jump onto a Zoom call and I can help you with that question. And I did that knowing that um, forcing myself into that extrovert sort of mindset would kind of pull me out, get me that en my energy levels back up and yeah. get me back on track with my mind and with my physicality and everything else. And so that, that tip being force yourself into extrovert situations sometimes um, mm -hmm. Because actually it can really help sort of push you forwards in your day and help steamroll you forwards. I love that. And it's so true. For me, <laughs> doing video or letting someone see me on video, it's one of those things that uh, I get butterflies in my stomach. <laughs> uh, for those who can't see me right now, because you're listening to this podcast, I have... Um, uh, back in 20, 2017, I was put on oxygen because I uh, unfortunately didn't know that the apartment I was living in was heavily infested by mold. I am extremely allergic to mold and I lived in that apartment for 10 months. So it messed up my respiratory system. And now I'm I, here it is several years later, I'm still dealing with it. And so for me to go on camera with my oxygen uh, tube in my nose and everything, and I'm like, ah, I'm <laughs> but you know what you said, push into the extrovert, mm. I push into that, get over the butterflies and I just do it. And I, and I enjoy pushing people out of their comfort zone. And I do that for myself. So thank you for sharing that. I would also say embrace those butterflies because I don't know if you've heard <laughs> this saying before, but it's often said that, that if you are not nervous before public speaking or just going on a video or a Zoom call or even a telephone call to your local, you know, uh, maybe not that example, to your local takeaway or something, but <laughs> or to the public sort of versions of that of that example, if you don't have butterflies, you're probably this not quite right. I mean, there's you're probably a psychopath is is is, is what um, the saying usually goes. So. It's normal to have those butterflies, even if you're highly experienced. You need those butterflies to keep you sane, to keep you real and connected to the reality that you're entering. I love that. I, I That is so true. So let's kind of shift into our topic for today, which is content. 
creation. So is content creation still an effective strategy for social media? Yeah, I'd say so. I think possibly more than ever, really. Um, so, so for those, let's just back up a second. Content um, curation is, is really nothing more than discovering and finding content and then sharing it with your audience. Um, now, if you're doing it right, you're finding the right content for the audience. You know, you don't want to share you know, uh, information on dogs to your cat lovers, you know, if, if that's the community <laughs> that you're building. Um, so make sure you find the right content. But it, it's nothing more than that. It's nothing more than finding stuff. And it could be video, audio, written, could be a book. doesn't really matter what it is. But finding something of worth that you think your audience will find um, valuable. Uh, and, I, and, and the reason why I think it's, it's, it's never been more um, important to do this um, is simply that we are being inundated with content as consumers, you know, through um, through social feeds and everything else. And, and the danger is that, you know, if we're in a Facebook group with a with, with you or with 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 from one of our businesses or if we, whatever that group is that you're in, or just the follower list that you're in on Twitter or whatever it might be, the danger is that you only ever see stuff from that person or from that business, their own content, and that can kind of glaze your eyes a little bit and, and numb yeah. you to their message and not the broader message or the broader content that exists in that space and so for the person sharing that content actually if you pepper that content you know complement it with other people's content that is still on message it's still talking about cats if that's your your bag um so it's still talking about the broader subject matter you're going to be giving a a, a wider sort of tapestry of information and value therefore to your audience and they're going to love you all the more for it and actually it means that when you do share your content as in content that you've actually created yourself they're going to listen a little bit more attentively because they actually trust you a bit more they see that actually you're not just in it for give me take my take my content take my content you're <laughs> with other stuff so yeah i think it's a really really powerful strategy um i i one, one i definitely recommend and I, at this point, want to mention that there might be a tool that you created that can help people with content creation. I mean, content curation. Am I correct? What a coincidence. <laughs> oh, God, I hate this sounds like really salesy now, but I suppose there's no there's no escaping that. Um, yes, I will just quickly mention it and then we'll just talk more broadly about sort of tips and things, because you know, I genuinely in these sorts of calls like to you know, hopefully have meaningful conversations with you and more widely with the audience. Um, but yes, we do happen to have uh, recently launched a new product as part of the Missing Letter Suite called Missing Letter Postbox. Um, and it is basically that. It's it's a platform that helps you discover content that is industry specific, you know, tied into that niche, whatever that happens to be for your audience, so that you can then share it through your social channels with your audience. And if you're on the other side of that fence and you have content that you want to get in front of a wider audience, you can actually add that content to the library so that other people can then discover it and share it with their audience. So um, it's a tool to help you find the best audience for your content. And then flipping that around, it's a tool to help you find the best content for your audience. Um, I love it, I love that. And, 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 and I did that because I want introverts to know about the tools you have created because they make it so easy to grow your business online and i appreciate that so um the next question i want to ask is what role do influencers play in social media and and how can a small business take advantage of using influencers yeah so influencers has a bit of a connotation uh, 
one that we assume is a Kardashian style sort of shape. You know, it's it's um that was a lovely sentence, wasn't it? Um so <laughs> we, we hear the word influencer and we think, um, oh well I can't, you know, afford an influencer. I need I can't afford to hire Kardashian or or someone that, that, that has some sort of social capital or, 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 or that sort of thing um, and yet the reality is an influence is just it's, it's just someone who has access to a segment of an audience that yes. matches up with your audience and it could literally be uh, an audience of 50 people it doesn't matter but those 50 people if they're highly engaged and they're really into cats and you are really into cats and you don't have access to that those 50 people then that's a worthwhile audience to get in front of. And so um, finding influencers, people who have access to these audiences um, to share your knowledge, your content, whatever it is that you um, you, you have to offer um, is really, really powerful. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, that's that's what missing, you know, uh, what missing letter post box does. Um, it helps you find that audience for, for, for the content. But the broader message there is is whether it's done through missing letter post box or, or um, elsewhere. Um, tapping into people that can help share that content is really powerful and it doesn't have to be through as I say a platform like ours it can literally be through a conversation you have in a in a, a, in a Facebook group you know talking about cats and you realize that someone is just as passionate as you and they have their own list or they have their own followers have a conversation that is this is a human thing and it doesn't have to be as I said where you end up paying them it, it, you know because if you have genuinely some content for them to share that is valuable they probably will snap your hands off to share, you know, to take it off your hands and share it with people because they also want to deliver that value to their audience. So um, it's, it's really a worthwhile thing to, to hunt down and find those influences. I totally agree. And because social media influencers, and, and as you say, they don't have to have a lot of people following them, just a targeted group of people. Mm. Perfect. So. And that targeted people uh, group of people can drive traffic to your website. And with that in mind, what is the importance of social media driving traffic to your website? Well, I'll make this a slightly shorter one. Um, as you may have guessed, my my answers can be slightly verbose. Um, but but really, all, all I want you to sort of think here is that social media traffic is one part, or should be one part, of your wider marketing mix. It could be the whole thing. That's perfectly fine. If you if that's a channel that works incredibly well for you, no problem in doubling down on it. But it should at the very least be a part of your marketing mix. So yes, you're going to have your virtual summits. Yes, you're going to have your um, SEO and your Google, your, your, your paid search, your organic search, and all that sort of stuff, your blog content and everything else. But have social media be a part of it because it's a whole spectrum of, 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 of an audience and a part of the market that um, is, is worth playing in at the very least. I love that. Um, I use multi front attack on (laughs) driving traffic to my website. I use SEO, uh, search engine optimization, social media uh, connections that I have and, and then a few other things. And what I really love is that I found people online who are willing to share my information. And, and that kind of leads us into the next question. Why is it important for social media posts to be shared, including by people you don't know? Mm, I like this one because this, on the face of it, sounds like it's just a rehash of, of answers I've, I've, I've already given. And, and hopefully that won't be now what I start saying. Um, <laughs> but actually, I think when you think about it a bit more deeply, um, it's this basic idea that you are seeding, you're planting the seed of, of mm-hmm 
unless it, 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 that seed is your content your, or your tweet or whatever that content is, um, you're planting it out there and you're seeding it into the wider world and you're, 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 you're setting yourself up for the opportunity that other people will then pick it up, share it and we, yes, we can get caught up with this idea of virality and everything else. Yes, of course we want something to go real, really viral, but um, just having two or three people share it, that idea of that mini influencer who has an access access to 50 people, even just having one person retweet your or like your your content is enough. It's, it's, it's having it out there is, is the first step to um, just getting more people aware of what you do. And um, even just one new person today that knows about your service or your product is 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 better than nothing. So yeah, that's that's what's really important about just playing in the social space. I love that, and I have uh, gained uh, because I use different uh, ways to promote my blog posts, my podcasts, and things like that. Uh, I have people who I don't know, I don't even engage with really uh, resharing my content because I'm using tools like Postbox to uh help me cur curate content and help others cur curate my content and so i uh i i'm thankful that you brought that uh ideal up because as introverts the more ways we can find to uh get our content out in front of people without having to be seen i think it's, it helps a lot and mm -hmm. I, I i i and so i really love that topic so it's time for the weekly challenge Woo! for this episode's weekly challenge. Think about the content you create, how you amplify it online and how you increase your engagement. So when you create a blog post, also determine which social media next networks you will use in promoting your blog posts. And I want to encourage you to sign up for missing letter uh, that has post box built into it to promote your blog posts. And the link to missing letter will be in the show notes. My final thoughts. I want to thank you for listening to my interview with Ben Dale, Benjamin Dale, and for joining me today for the Creative Introvert Entrepreneur Podcast. Check the show notes to connect with me online via my website or my social media links. And you will always find the links for my guest, Ben, in the show notes. Share this podcast with your friends and family. And remember, introverts unite! Be sure to tune in for our next episode. Also, I want to share my uh, your accomplishments on my podcast. If you reach out to me on social media about your weekly challenge, you might be mentioned on my show. See you next time. Thanks, Ben, for joining me today. Hey, pleasure. Thank you so much. Great to be here.